This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network. A lot of people have uh, reached out to me and sent me uh, messages of concern. Because of my hair, they said, Dan, are you okay? Is everything all right? I don't know what on earth, what on earth? I don't know on what earth growing your hair out means something's wrong. That's all I'm doing. It'll be, it's actually six months today that I haven't cut my hair. Just growing it out. Nothing wrong. All good here. Bumsies. But thank you for your concern. We're gonna talk some sports and talk and talk some more. Here comes the king. Just having the the summer of Dan. Please welcome my host, Dan O'Toole. That's me, Dan O'Toole. This is Boomsies. I wanted to get to corrections because uh, there's a lot of them from last week. Um, uh, hey, Tools, he just listened to episode 82. I can confirm that Martin Straka is a real person and played in the NHL. I wondered if Martin Straka was AI generated. I remember him in NHL games in the late 90s and early 2000s, or was he created player or an alien? Alien expansion team would be named the Uranus Klingons. Out of this world, Big Dog Rob. Uh, hey, Dan, thanks for uh, pulling back the curtain a bit on your time at Fox with Jay. Was there a particular moment during that experience where you both realized it wasn't going to work out? Chris, in Nanaimo. Uh, I, I dove into uh, Jay and I's time at Fox because it was the 10-year anniversary of the launch of SF, FS1. Discussed that last week on Boomsies. And was there a time? No. Uh, we are uh, delusional and we, uh, we like to live in the moment. So uh, Jay and I are kind of the same, no matter what environment they put us in, even in that, uh, that last version of the show, when we were in a literal closet, we were like, this is going to work out, right? Our, our cars flying over the cliff. We're going to land, right? So we always held out hope. We gave it our best. And then we realized it wasn't going to work out when we got called into the boss's office and they said, so, um, the show's over. Um, thanks for your service. Bye-bye. Uh, this is another one. Martin Straka was a real member of the Pens team in their first two cups. He was actually on one of them. If I am remembering correctly, I, I don't know about that. 
Uh, people calling you guys sellouts for taking the opportunity in the U.S. were honestly dealing with misplaced love admiration. They loved watching you both do your thing on Canadian TV for so long. It was like our own thing. Much the same as the hip were and our are ours. They just don't want you to leave. And lots of them likely were unable to process their emotions. Okay. Thank you for that. Love the new intro song. Hot song. Um, and Dan, thanks for being the person you are. Thank you for openly talking about your struggles with addiction and mental health. Thank you. And that's from an unnamed uh, person. They didn't, they put, didn't put a name there. Uh, one more correction. This is from, um, uh, an employee. Dan doesn't know anyone with Taylor Swift, Toronto tickets, Z money sister got four floor seats. So I do now know someone in this six degrees of Kevin Bacon kind of way who got Taylor Swift tickets. So uh, I'm glad we uh, cleared some things up there. Tim wanted me to read something. This is Boomsies on the Bet Rivers Network. If you like us, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We now have our own YouTube page. So you can subscribe there as well. Got all that out of the way. I hope your teeth are good. Mine, eh, they're still there. Growing up, I, I would go to the dentist and um, my dentist had really big fingers. Like Polish sausage fingers. Where you're like, I, I don't can can we get maybe one of his sons or daughters to work work it for him because this ain't working for me i got i got a little mouth so i would go to the dentist and have a cavity every single time and then finally my dentist says cuz i asked him like what's with my teeth are they going to fall out he's like no nah, you just have no enamel I looked at him like, is, is that a thing? Uh, yeah, you got it. <laughs> Did they not give me enough fluoride in school? Do they still do that? You get the little uh, shot glass of fluoride, swish that around. You're good. Oh, and the, the teeth checkup was at school because of all those cavities. And they'd say, oh, the teeth monitor. The tooth monitor's here today. I'd be like, oh, crap. This is what it feels like when uh, the the army sergeant comes in to draft everyone. I'm like, I I don't want to go to Nam because they look at your teeth. I'm like, this is the day they find out all my cavities and I get kicked out of school. Maybe that's why I got shingles in grade six. I was stressed about the tooth monitor, discovering my dirty little secret. Finally, my mom said to me, she's like, if you get no cavities this time, I'm going to give you 20 bucks. So I brushed 24 hours a day prepping for that dentist visit. I showed up. I'm like, this is, this is the one. And you know what? I did it. No cavities. Because I think the cavities had moved on. They're like, we've already got every tooth. There's nothing left here. Let's... Let's go on to someone else now. So I got that 20 bucks. 
it is the hardest earned $20 of my life. And I probably went to Max Milk and spent it all on candy. I mentioned teeth because uh, I went to the dentist this week because I chipped my front tooth. Uh, Back when I was a kid, we went camping uh, with the cousins, which we did once a summer. And uh, we'd always, I don't know, play kids games and run around. And we were running around at one night. And uh, in true camping fashion, very poorly lit campground, pitch black. I'm running. We're playing tag. Out of nowhere, there's a picnic table. And I freaking nailed that thing. Hit the bench first. Head right into the table. Tooth went through my lip. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to give so much crap for running around. Somehow hid that tooth injury, but it forever gibbled my front digit. So I had to get fillings and stuff there later in life. And there was a filling right at the the front tip. And the other night I'm I'm opening up a new deodorant stick. You know that little plastic piece on the new deodorant wouldn't come off. So I do as any normal human does. I try to take it off with my tooth. And as soon as I bit into that plastic piece, I heard a pop and then a... Which was a part of my tooth falling to the ground. So a lot of things swirl through your head. You're like, why am I an idiot? How did I make it to this point in my life and still be alive? I scramble looking for the piece of the tooth and I'm like, I'll just crazy glue that on. Right? Couldn't find it. Thank God. So I went through uh, the week uh, with a missing part of my tooth. Felt kind of tough. Felt like I was a retired NHL player. And I went to the dentist yesterday. So of course they're asking, how. well, how did this happen? So I explained to the dental hygienist, you know that uh, little plastic piece, uh, new deodorant, yada, yada, yada. She's like, oh yeah. She looks at me and says, I discovered the secret on getting those little plastic pieces off. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. What is it? You twist it up and then it comes off. Have you ever been in a conversation with someone where at the exact same time you both realize you are a moron? Uh, We had one of those moments. She looked at me, I looked at her. And she thought to herself, I am looking at a grade A idiot. Because I thought, of course, when it's laid out, in black and white, you're like, that makes a lot of sense. And I've told people since then, and they've remarked back to me, yeah, didn't know that, you dummy. But to make myself feel better, I've also told some dumb friends, and they had the same reaction I did. They're like, holy shit. 
I didn't know that. So I'm like, I'm not alone. We are morons. Man, I wish I could have photographed her looking at me when she told me that. And in that moment, I looked at her like she was Albert Einstein. <laughs> yeah, the secret is you just roll the stick of deodorant up. Uh, it also reminded me I needed some new um, free spirit uh, natural deodorant. They were one of my Danitized products. They aren't paying me to say this. Uh, um. But they are the best deodorant I've ever had. Findyourfreespirit.com. Canadian owned. They send it right to your house. But in a pinch, I'm like, well, I don't want to stink until it gets here. So I went to the store and bought a little cheap deodorant stick and ended up uh, for 10 minutes of work fixing that tooth, $400. So in my next life, I'm becoming a dentist. Dentist shows up. As I sit in the chair, he's like, okay, what do we got? Boom, boom, boom. He leaves the office before I do. So he just comes in, fixes these bonehead problems. Ah, uh, what were you doing? Uh, chewing on a pipe? Okay, we'll fix that. That'll be $1,000. See ya. How did I make it to 47? It's a big moment here in my little town of Orono, Ontario. It's a bittersweet time of the year. We're nearing the end of summer, but at the end of the summer is the Orono Fair, the world famous Orono Fair. 20 second walk from my house. You look forward to the fair all summer, but then you're looking forward to back to school. You're, you're looking forward to leaves falling. So yeah, it's the first labor day, the first weekend after labor day, if you're wondering, and this year will be the 168th or no fair. So that means the fair started in 1845. Canada wasn't even a country. They had just formed upper and lower Canada into the province of Canada. What, what the hell was that fair like? Did they have rides? Uh, come ride the one horse that hasn't been worked to death. Come climb this ladder and then climb back down. Then instead of, uh, Instead of the guess your weight game, guess if you have the plague or not. You do. Come see the oldest man in the world. He's 32. Treats would have been apples, a uh, raw potato, and sweets for the kids and onion but everyone would have been decked out in their finest 
garb, top hats everywhere. Now ride the wheelbarrow ride with no wheel. So you sit in a wheelbarrow. Kids are like, this is the greatest time of my life. Fast forward to this year's Oral Fair. The theme is, because we were coming up with a theme, they were asking community submissions. It is harvesting community connections. They went a different route than what we suggested, but hey, they're in charge, not us. The uh, band at the first <laughs> Orno Fair for the big Friday night concert was probably uh, Jughead Jimmy, who played the Spoons this year. Oh, I don't know. We've got Blue Rodeo. Bumsies! Blue freaking rodeo. Going to be playing. I'll be able to hear them from my house. I'll be there though. I will be in attendance. And I will be crying while watching. Um, There's one of their songs. I listened to on my last night driving into my old work before Jay and I went to L.A. where they talk about uh, in the middle of Lake Ontario and on my drive into work, I drive by Lake Ontario. So I'm gushing tears. Listen to the Blue Rodeo, driving into my last night of work in Canada. It was a truly Canadian moment. I've talked about how some music makes me cry and good tears case in point driving home the other night solo in the car and i threw on oh holy night middle of the summer it's a song that makes me cry because my grandfather was in the choir every christmas and he when the 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 choir pipes in after the first like 45 seconds of the song and it's booming. The organ comes out, the choir pipes up. I am a mess. We had it played at my grandfather's funeral, not a dry eye in the house. So I cranked that in the car. I'm tears flowing down and I couldn't be happier. Some friends are like, why do you do that to yourself? I'm like, I love it. You're feeling. Feelings are great. <sighs> nothing, nothing like the smell of a country fair. Oh, bottle that up. I want that as an air freshener. The smell of the tractor pull, the smell of the petting zoo, the smell of the chickens, the cotton candy, the hot dogs, the... The mud, the exhaust from the cheaply set up rides from the generators, all of it. And it, there's just that, that low rumble of excitement. Like anything's possible. I could walk out of here with the biggest stuffed animal I've ever seen. 
don't let that kind of joy pass you up as an adult. Put yourself in the shoes of a kid experiencing that. And that's what I do. Oh, almost brings a tear to my, almost brings an oh holy night to my eye. Just thinking of the moment we'll walk into that brightly lit fairgrounds in a couple of weeks. And fuck, I'll be happy. Who gets emotional at a goddamn country fair? This guy. Oh, man. 1845. How many breaths can you take before you catch smallpox? Oh, they probably would have had apple dunking there. So you dunk your head into the uh, the water that everyone else has and you get a... A fresh apple, that's your prize. No stuffed animals. You get the apple that you bit out of that barrel of water. The water that may or may not contain smallpox. Uh, Episode 83, the Alish Hemsky episode. First player in Oilers history to wear number 83. He played 20 games for the Sens. Don't remember that. 845 games, 572 points. Alish Hemsky retired in 2020. Uh, make sure you email us. We actually have a very exciting contest. We haven't got the confirmation on this contest yet. But I think I can give a sneak peek. If it do- hap- doesn't happen, hey, we, we didn't tell anyone that they're going to win something. We just said yeah. it might be on the horizon. Oh, Tim? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe let's, maybe let's not do that. Okay. So I won't even say what it is, but it will be huge, potentially. That's a tease. And it all revolves around your interaction with the podcast by sending us voicemails, 289-796-2001 and sending us emails at yeah let's talk at gmail.com it will all be contingent on you using those forms of communication but i won't tell you what it is hey toolsy producer tim and zed money uh hey buds just an update since uh since i last talked to you the city of Yellowknife, population twenty thousand has now been fully evacuated. 65% of the territory's population is now living outside the territory. We're safe in Calgary, so I guess my recommendations for restaurants, uh, we gave those, first off, to everyone uh, of our friends in the Northwest Territories, our hearts are going out to you. You are not alone. We, we are watching, uh, filled with anxiety, as I'm sure you are, uh, residents of Kelowna, West Kelowna, uh, the Okanagan. It's, you're filled with a very helpless feeling watching from afar, knowing that you've got friends, family, um, people close to you 
with the same texting them, asking if everyone's okay. And they're saying, yeah, yeah, everyone's safe so far. So our hearts go out to you. And hopefully, boomsies in your ear holes. Let's see it. Shout out, uh, shut out the noise for a couple of minutes. Uh, Calgary recommendations, Scott from Yellowknife. Um, I think we went through these. We got the Dave's drive-through, Tim. Yeah, I don't. Was that the name? I can't. I always forget the name. But yes, it's a burger drive-through place. Scotty, pull up from there. Pull up there and say, "I'm here from Yellowknife, and uh, our town's on fire. So our city's on fire. Yeah, give me a burger." Dan sent me. And uh, this is uh, another email. We don't know each other, but uh, I know a guy who was Jay's best friend in Athabasca. So there's that. Very loose relationship. I casually entered the draw to win their opportunity to get in line to possibly buy expensive seats to Taylor Swift in Toronto. I live in Calgary. I passed all the gates and bought the maximum four tickets allowed. I plan on surprising my three daughters next year with a vacation and a concert. Wow. So we got another. This guy in Calgary. Got tickets to Taylor Swift in Toronto. Congratulations. I've had a few people reach out to me on social media saying, I got tickets. And I say, no, you don't. Uh, you need to sell those to me. And they laugh. They're like, ah, ha, 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 ha. I say, this isn't a joke. Um, please sell them to me. Z Money, is your uh, sister keeping the tickets? Because those... I can only imagine are expensive tickets or is she going to sell those and make a very handsome profit? Well, the whole family's trying to convince her to sell it uh, other than the other sisters that are going with her. But uh, she was saying that she found the seat right behind her on StubHub. The one seat itself is selling for $14,000. So, I mean, no one's paid that yet, but... We're trying to convince her you now she's looking to move out soon and buy her own house. It's because like this will help your mortgage if you sell those four tickets and get a good place. Like, let's make a smart business decision and maybe just listen to Taylor Swift CDs. Okay, does a smart business decision leave you with regrets later in life? Where you're like, Yeah, I've got this house, but I missed out on that experience. That's a tough one. I'd have to I'd have to sleep on that one. Because you would be, you'd have a lot of what ifs. What if I went? What if I never capture that feeling again? Life is all about moments. And that extra money, yes, gives you security, but it doesn't give you that Taylor Swift moment. And from all indications, even non-Taylor Swift fans who go to these concerts, it's like a religious experience where they're like, it's indescribable, the feeling in that concert. So I don't know, Z Money. She, I mean, luckily, I she has her, a year. She has a year to decide. Yeah, but if I was her, I would 100% be selling. Yeah, because you're a sellout. <laughs> in a good way. You're a smart businessman. In the best possible way. Yes, a sellout in a good way. You're like, give me the money and uh, let's buy that house. Oh, back in 1845, 
She could have bought this entire town for what she will make off those Taylor Swift tickets. She could have bought the Orono Fair. Uh, let's get to Boomsy's Newsies, gentlemen. Uh, find out what's going on in this uh, this beautiful world of ours that is uh, on fire. Uh, there's devastation everywhere we look. Um, so bring us some good news, maybe? Okay, so since we've been talking about the Orono Fair, let's stay on the topic of fairs. And let's uh, touch on the CNE, which is now open. This is the Canadian National Exhibition. It is uh, Canada's international fair. I think that's what it's uh, called, Tim. It's our... Um, Canadian National Exhibition is the full name, right? Yeah. So this mm-hmm. is the this is the big one for all the country. Um, it's in Toronto. As a kid, when you went there, it was like Disney because you've never seen so many rides you've never seen so many exhibits it is a treat as a child as an adult it's too much at least in my mind but uh let's hear what's going on at the cne so the thing with the cne is the food uh, i mean that's what stands out to me they always got different and new types of food so uh i'm gonna go through a list of some of the food you can get there this year and we'll see if uh, it interests you at all Okay, so I'm just safely assuming these are going to be weird food items. And uh, Tim has asked us why why companies do this, why events do this. It's simple because, look, we're talking about it right now. And then people will go to this event. They might not even want to go to the CNE, but they want to take an Instagram video of eating a raccoon burger or a, a possum hot dog. So it's all about generating buzz. So CNA... C&E, hats off. Uh, you've done it. We're talking about it now. Well, unfortunately, there's no possum hot dogs on this list. But our first one is cheeseburger ice cream, which is barbecue soft serve ice cream in a cheesy waffle cone with a sesame seed rim garnished with a pickle and a fried onion ring. Nope. Would not try. Uh, I like my ice cream the way it's uh, supposed to be um, delivered. Uh, your, your basics. Strawberry ice cream with no strawberries in it. Uh, chocolate, mint chocolate chip, some Rocky Road, some Heavenly Hash, uh, maybe some cookie dough ice cream, some half-baked from um, Ben and Jerry's. But outside of that, your pistachio ice creams, uh, all that bullshit, F off. All right, next up is Korean fried frog legs, which is a slightly chewy and spicy and crispy treat that tastes like chicken. 100% Korean made anything is fantastic. Korean barbecue is one of my favorite uh, nights out at a restaurant. If you've never had it, you will not go home disappointed. Um, Well, we are in South Korea for the, uh, the Olympics. We would go to the Korean barbecue places and very basic menus, like three items. And when a restaurant has three items, they have perfected the hell out of those. So we would load up on Korean barbecue. You got your kimchi there. Delicious. So I would have those frog legs in a heartbeat. All right. The other uh, one I, I really want to try is the fruity pebble cheese curds. So they smother deep fried cheese curds in a cereal milk glaze and cover it with a bunch of fruity pebbles. Now, uh, I've had cheese curds outside of um, 
poutine doesn't work well. Um, I'm about to divulge something I've never, I've never told anyone, and I'm going to do it here on Boomsies. In my younger days, I worked at a convenience store. And in this convenience store, sold all your regular convenience store items. But one of those items was a bit strange. We would sell cheese curds in a little bag. So one day I'm back in the cooler stocking things up and I'm like, I'm starving. And the cheese curds have just a little twist tie in the top. So I'm like, they won't notice if one of those goes missing. So I sampled a little cheese curd, put it back there. Next day, I'm like, those cheese curds are really good. Squishing in my teeth, squeaking around. So one turned into two. And then finally, about a week later, the owner comes up to me. He's like, why are these, uh, why are these cheese curd bags look so small? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, I guess they just forgot to put more cheese curds in. So my cheese curd racket was halted because of the store owner's suspicion, which was bang on. He knew how much was supposed to be in a cheese curd bag, and he knew uh, that amount wasn't there because it was in my tum-tum. Uh, eventually, I went on a uh, family uh, trip with my, uh, my good friend Dayton and his family, and we went to the Outer Banks in North Carolina, so I was gone for like a week, and then I just never went back to that job. Uh, the store never called, asked where I was. I just never showed up again. So it was, uh, it was a nice ending of the working relationship in the fact that uh, we didn't want to be associated with one another anymore. So sorry about that uh, convenience store that uh, I don't know what the name of it is now. But I did you wrong. All right. I wanted to hit on uh, something I've seen all over social media. Connor McDavid showed up to a beer league finals in Toronto last week. So his team actually lost the game 9-4. Quit <laughs> wait, wait, what? You have Connor McDavid and you lose 9-4? All right. Just imagine being one of the dudes in the locker room when you're tying up your skates and somebody on your team goes... Uh, I think Connor McDavid's playing for the other team tonight. <laughs> like, what is going through your mind? So, a few things here. The other team, that was like 400 Red Bulls into their system. They're like, we're playing against Connor. Imagine we can tell people for the rest of our lives we beat Connor McDavid. So, they're operating at a beer league level they've never operated at. As for Connor McDavid, I reached out to our good friend, Stanley Cup winner, Brian Bickle. And I said, Bixie, which uh, whenever he calls her, I call him. First thing I say, Bixie. Is it standard for an NHL player to play in a beer league? He said, well, I never did it when I was playing. Because I said, the risk would far outweigh any reward Connor McDavid would achieve in that game because the risk of an injury obviously substantial as opposed to him sitting at home on the couch but Connor maybe was just bored and he's like I got to get out and skate 
so I said, Bix, would you not be afraid of someone taking a run at you? And he said, no, the guys would have like a, a code of conduct knowing I don't want to be the guy that hurts Connor McDavid. And I said, Bixie, you know, beer league guys, they don't have a screw loose. They've never been to the screw store. They got no screws. He says, yeah, you avoid the wrecking balls. He goes, they're out there. You just avoid them. So uh, that was a new beer league term that I'd never heard before. Wrecking balls. We all know one. And just avoid them on the ice. Which Connor, I guess, did because, oh man, imagine he got a broken leg in that game. There would have been, uh, there would have been a lot of uh, people upset. But it didn't happen, so all's well that ends well. I wanted to touch on uh, a couple of retirements before we end the show here. The first being Jonathan Bernier retired this week, the longtime NHLer. And the second retirement was Adam Copeland, a.k.a. Edge, from wrestling, who uh, last Friday he fought in Toronto one last time, decked out in Maple Leafs gear in front of a packed hometown. I've told this story before, but I was at a UFC event and um, uh, one of our bosses, Jacob Ullman, he was instrumental in bringing Jay and I to, uh, to Fox. He was at the same UFC event. This is the one where I went alone. So uh, Jacob sends me a text. He's like, hey, what are you doing after the fight? I'm like, I'm probably going to drink my face off and uh, gamble until my eyes bleed. I didn't say that. I said, I don't know. Uh, the night's young. So he said, hey, come back to this area. Um, I got someone I want you to meet. So I'm like, oh, I wonder who this is. Because uh, Jacob knows some, some very important high-profile people. So I, everything's going through my head on, on who it could be. And then I show up and I'm like, this is not at all who I thought it would be. It was the edge and Christian Jacob, huge wrestling fan. She's like, Hey, why don't you meet these guys, fellow Canadians? So I feel bad because I, I didn't grow up in that era. So I never saw them wrestle. But of course, you know, when you see them, you're like, these guys are superstars. So we, we shot the shit for a bit and we're like, Hey, let's, let's go have a drink somewhere right across the street was the home of Carrot Top, the Luxor. It's the Pyramid Casino in, uh, in Vegas. So we walk out of a UFC event, Jacob, myself, and The Edge, and Christian. And I've never felt like a rock star. I will never feel what it's like to be a rock star, but in that moment... I felt I was walking alongside Greek gods. People hanging off balconies. The Edge Christian! And these guys high-fiving everyone. And it was just a sea of people watching these WWE superstars. So it was a very cool moment. We go over the Luxor and we're just, uh, and we just hung out for like a couple hours. In the Luxor lobby. And then we parted ways. And then I went and probably lost all my money at the craps table. So my good buddy, The Edge. Happy trails in retirement. 
we could probably get them on boomsies. Uh, if uh, you guys can work on that, Z Money, uh, Tim, The Edge, open invite to be a guest on Boomsies. I'll start working on it, but that is it for uh, Boomsies Newsies this week. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe. We put out a little video um, where I looked at the top three NHL drafts in history in which the largest percentage of players drafted played in the NHL. And it is eye-opening due to the fact that this one draft beats every other draft in NHL history. Uh, so that's on the Boomsies Network. You can catch it uh, wherever you, you listen to podcasts. And you also can catch it on the YouTube. Make sure you enjoy moments in life. Make sure you see life through the eyes of a child. Hug someone and be nice. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next week. Welcome to Boomsies with Daniel Toosie. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies. Thanks for listening to Boomsies.